G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt, the Sydney preview show for Randwick this weekend. It's a pleasure as always to be joined by Mark Sheen and Mark Roden, uh, but pleasant news to start off the morning. We've now got some new races in Sydney. Uh, no surprise, they're worth a couple of mil. Uh, this one, the Invitation, which will be on Cox Plate Day, the same day as the Bondi, and a week before the Empire Rose. Mark Sheen, it's an invitation only. It will be comprised of 12 horses invited by a panel. And we're not exactly sure who gets invited to this panel comprised of racing New South Wales, but uh, it sounds a little bit messy at this stage. Yeah, well, another another big race for Sydney. Um, I don't know if it'll be a good thing or a bad thing, but um, they're throwing a lot of money to try and disrupt the Melbourne Carnival. I know that. Um, We've got a lot of problems in Sydney with tracks. Maybe they should spend $2 million on the tracks. But I hope it doesn't take away from the Bondi because it's uh, the feature race on that day. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Mark Roden, is it safe to assume that someone at Racing New South Wales is a bit of a fan of Seinfeld? Um, I'm just personally waiting for a race called The Contest. but. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, they've consulted the boss's dream journal again and... Pull out another page out of that. It's, um, yeah, remarkable. It, it's July too. It's only three months away. It's not giving, you know, not giving people much time to even build a campaign around it. You know, it's a few of these races have been really uh, late notifications like that, you know, late winter. But anyway, I have to echo what Mark says. The, the condition of the major tracks in Melbourne is so far advanced on that of Sydney that it's not funny. Like, you know, Unless it rains on the day, Flemington is always a great surface. You know, Caulfield's not bad. Sandown, the amount of set of racing that Sandown cops uh, in the wet and still is okay is remarkable. Can be leaderish sometimes, but, you know, and like tracks like Randwick, you, you don't know what you're going to get from one day to the next. Um, yeah, I think their priorities are a little out of whack. Um, I'm saying that as a punter, but, yeah, we know what they think of it. Exactly right. Well, we have... 10 races as per the new usual here at Randwick. Uh, Mark Sheen, I'll just get a quick weather report because it's saying here heavy nine to start with and this is on Friday morning. Yeah, we had, um, I'm not too far from Randwick, only a couple of k's. Uh, had a lot of rain yesterday afternoon and uh, was very wet on the ground when I got up this morning as well. So obviously we've got a bit overnight. We've got a beautiful day now, but uh, without that rain yesterday, we were probably... Uh, tracking quite well to go to a slow, but um, I'd say with that uh, extra rain last night, we'll still be in the heavy rains for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's a very high Pinot rating uh, at this stage too, 6.14. Got right. a um, nine metre rail too, which they don't race on very often, but gee, it was very, very on pace on the six last week. Um, so on face value, you'd expect it to be on pace again. The, the one um, difference will be that there looks like there's going to be a strong westerly tomorrow or west northwest or something like that, which is uh, wasn't the case last week. So whether that makes life a bit harder for leaders, we'll just have to wait and see. They have had two rails, uh, nine metre rails in the winter last year. Um, fence was off one day and then yeah. second day was hard fence early early in the day and then it chopped out late. So oh, I don't know. It, it, I think it'd be swoopers by late in the day if it doesn't end up like last week, which was again another joke like Wednesday. Yep. Okay. Well, race seven's the first leg of the quaddy, so we'll see how we go. Benchmark 88 over 1,800 metres. Great House's favourite, $3.30. Best available from Opacity at $5. Uh, 
Canasta's $7, as is Mubara's, uh, Steely's 10 and it's upwards the rest from there. Mark Sheen, any thoughts here in race 7? Looks to be good pace with uh, Tory Joy and Canasta. Look, uh, Great House probably got a chance, but um, he's proving a bit costly and short enough again around that 3.23.30 mark. So just sort of Pasty um, back to Ramwick, which seems to be um, the track that he races best at. He's going to get conditions to suit. Um, it's drawn a soft barrier, barrier one. So we'll certainly know by race seven whether that's going to be advantageous or a disadvantage through the day. So just for the value of Pasity for me, I think Steelage racing quite well. I'll put it in for the danger. But, uh, yeah, I just think that's short enough for me, Great House. Okay, one from eight there for Mark Sheen. Mark Roden, your thoughts here in the first leg of the quad? Yeah, I'm a bit up in the air, to be honest. Um, I was on Great House last time and... Uh, you know, looking at the sectional data, I couldn't really find an excuse for him other than that he was second up and uh, perhaps that caused him to race a little flat. Uh, if that's the case and he bounced back, he can win. But I agree with Mark in that I think 320 is too short. So I'm looking around him, but I'm struggling because the, the one I wanted to give a chance to at odds, I'll, look, I'll probably spec this one anyway, Tory Joy, because I think she was ridden far too impatiently last time. Against that, as Mark touched on, there's few others that want to go forward here so she it's not as if she's going to get control so but at $17 um, seeing that I think last that was an excuse uh, I could expect uh, her but it's hard to be confident and I'm not really confident about anything I might even have to wait and see um, if a pattern is established um, canasters and the other on pace if, if they don't cut each other up and it is playing on pace that they could be suited but yeah well I, I'd rather wait and see what uh, this race uh, how the track is playing okay. Uh, race 8 is over 1,400 metres. Benchmark 88. Oscar Zulu's favourite. $3.10 from Blondeau and Surf Dancer around that $4.85 mark. Uh, it's Lily. $6.00. Mirror Vision 9. Double figures for the rest there. Uh, mark Sheen. Oscar Zulu's got three on the bounce, but all at Rose Hill. What are your thoughts with that horse going back to Randwick? Um, yeah, no, I've got no problem with him. I think he's going to get a very similar run here. Um, just with my map, uh, Taxu's come out now, so... I'd expect him to be about third or fourth in a very similar position to last start. And I think coming back to 1,400 is actually an advantage to, for him. I uh, mistakenly thought 15 might, uh, you know, be into the hard zone for him. But uh, he has one of his last two at 15. I think coming back to 14 actually is an advantage the way he maps. Surf dancers a query at a couple of trials. Hasn't really jumped out of the ground at me, although I do find some trouble with the Waterhouse pot uh, reading those trials. But I... I couldn't take that price off what I've seen. I think it's Lily's the big query here. Good wet track, probably a bit short of the best, but um, a very soft trial at Gosford the other day, jagged out the back. And if back markers can run on, um, I thought it might be the danger. So four from six for me, I've had enough of Blondo. <laughs> That's fair enough too. Mark Roden, race eight for yourself. Uh, yeah, not wildly different from the market, to be honest. I've got Oscar Zulo on top, I think he will want to get every chance and if the Rose Hill Rambic switch uh, doesn't bring him undone um, yeah he's, he's the one to beat again uh, don't know surf dancer don't know about first up in the heady I can't see he's, he's got one failure and went overseas uh, I see um, so I don't know the first up if, if his genuine heavy is going to be what he wants but he's certainly going to put himself in a race um, I too am sick of Blondo I won't be considering it's um, yeah it's Lily yeah, it's, it's got my Jay McDonald on switch as well um, a definite chance, but does does get back. 
yeah, found it hard to get my head around this race, to be honest. Okay. Race nine is benchmark 78, also over 1,400 metres. Expat is favourite at $3, and you've got eight diamonds at four eighty. Six fifty for Fortune Seeker, eight dollars for Exotic Ruby, eight fifty for Steel Diamonds, and well and truly into double figures for the rest there. Mark Sheen, race nine for yourself. Yeah, I think a lot will depend on the track pattern here. With um, if if leaders are winning, obviously expats in the in the right position. Eight Diamonds is the second favourite and can be a bit tardy at the start, so certainly won't be in the leading pack but uh, there does look to be a bit of speed here with also Vitesse and Minciano and Fortune Seeker engaged in the race so Expat has done a bit of work and won uh, two starts ago um, she does seem to be able to overcome doing that early work three out of three on the heavy um, just makes it a bit hard sometimes if they're getting off the rail for the leaders though so I'm just going for the for the value with eight diamonds um, if they're getting off the rail and and uh, that just negates the leaders a little bit so i think it's a, a two-horse race for me i think expat is clearly the danger and I, I i can't find anything else in the race okay mark roden for yourself yeah very, very similar thought process here um at this stage i want to be on eight diamonds but that's assuming it's not mad on pace like last week um if that's the case obviously that swings it back in favor of expat and i'm sure the market will swing that way too if that sort of pattern doesn't merge early um I'll, yeah, I was pretty impressed with that diamond. She got the perfect run first up at Canterbury, but her last hundred really did impress me when um, she just started to go through her gears. Her last hundred uh, was her best of the race. So I think she's pretty promising. Um, midfield trailing position on the map if she gets away, and yes, if they can make ground, I think with the likely good pace, she is the one to beat, and I think 460-odd is a pretty good price. Um, so... Assuming a fair, fairish track, I'll lean her way 13, eight diamonds. Okay, watch this space then for race nine. Race 10, the final race on the cards, benchmark 78 over 1,000 metres. The bopper is favourite at 460. Iron Power around that 5 to 550 mark. Albalagio missed 650. Irish Angel and Nic Nikolai Beagle. We'll go with that. $7.50 a piece. And Van Giz is $8. Uh, it's a pretty open market. There, Mark Shane. Any thoughts there in race ten? Yeah, good race to to end the card. Um, yeah, the question mark here is the bopper who's uh, resuming. He has been beaten first up his last two preparations, but uh, was on speed and and carved up on both occasions. So uh, barrier fourteen might be the place to be by the last. It might not be. So all gets down to track bias. So I'm going for Irish Angel uh, myself. Uh, I think she'll be suited at a thousand. Uh, Chris Waller seems to have worked her out, keeping her a little bit fresh. She's a good heavy tracker. I thought a run at Rosehill was pretty good the other day, where she got a long way back. She bolted in uh, first up off a good trial at Canterbury, and I think the track conditions suit her here. So just a little bit of value uh, her way. I thought handspun um, might be a bit of value also. Number three. I don't know what to make of the bopper. As I said, a lot will get down to how the track's playing by the last. But Irish Angel on an each-way basis for me in the last. Okay, certainly some pretty good splits there. Last start from Irish Angel over the last 400 metres or so. Mark Roden, your thoughts in the last race? Yeah, I was happy enough to go around the bopper first up on the heavy uh, tomorrow, assuming they run. Um, I'm, might, I'm not hugely confident again, but I might follow up on Van Gids. <coughs> Narrow win last Saturday, but she was one of the few to do it from a, a wide trip. She sat three wide on speed there and managed to get it done. And the, the two inside had far better runs considering the way the track was playing. 
uh, wet track, um, no problem at all for her and stable going very well. Um, uh, Iron Power, I think a fresh at a thousand, I, I like that setup, but I don't know about it this wet, about her this wet. Um, and Abelagio, I missed the other one, likes the wet and inform, and as Mark mentioned, Irish Angel, I'm just a little concerned about her racing style if it, if it is at all on pace, but um, her weight figures last start were very good. I, Yeah, not not a race I'm mad keen on, but I, I probably have something on Van Gears and work around uh, those others I mentioned, but yeah, a bit up in the area. Okay, well that brings us to the end. Uh, we'll get your best plays, whether they be best bets, value bets, or lay bets. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. Um, yeah, I thought Honey Creeper would be hard to beat in the first. Unfortunately, the, the price went off in about eight seconds there the other day. Um, but uh, I thought um, didn't have the best of luck in the run. Comes back to two-year-old company. I thought in race three, Angara Rose represented a bit of value on an each-way basis. Didn't have a great deal of luck at its last run. The open race, but um, she has won on heavy ground at Kembla. And uh, Le Chevalier probably looks hard to beat with J-Mac going on. So they're the best, um, just depending on how the track plays, of course. Okay, very good. Mark Roden, your thoughts here? Yeah, I'm with the Angara Rose as well. I was on her at Kensington. It was a bit of a tough watch, but um, she did close up very well. And uh, with a better run, uh, more luck tomorrow, I think she can be in the finish, but I think she's a good price. Um, and I'll just... I'll, Eight diamonds if the track's fair. I think um, I'd have their favourite for sure on a fair track. Okay, very good. Well, that is the preview there for the Quaddy Leagues at Randwick. Best of luck to you both. There's also Goulburn action there tomorrow, Mark Roden, isn't there? Yeah, it's the Kimball meeting at Goulburn, so I'll be having a look at that this afternoon as well. All right, beautiful. All right, guys, thank you very much to you both. Uh, we'll join up next week and uh, do a preview of whatever's happening next Saturday. Thanks, Peter.